Let's talk cricket. Uh, look, huge and historic weekend of uh, WBBL action this weekend uh, with all games played in big stadiums, uh, including the Melbourne uh, Derby. Uh, the, the Stars and the Renegades playing against each other at the MCG awesome. Saturday night. It's going to be massive. Awesome. Both teams are in pretty good nick. And to talk to us all about it is the Melbourne Stars general manager, and that's Blair Crouch. G'day, Blair. G'day, Jack. G'day, Woz. How are you, boys? Hello. Couldn't be better, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us. You're all the way in Perth uh, just before uh, the Stars game against the Heat. Uh, tell us what's the weather like, what's the pitch looking like. Uh, give us a report. Well, I can actually see the pitch from my hotel room. We just stay across the road and uh, I can see it's a sort of a pretty typical whacker pitch, but it's currently 38 degrees outside, so <laughs> it's going to, be a, going to be a warm one. I don't think it'll drop much below 35 even by the time we finish at about 8pm here local time. But um, looking forward to getting um, getting back in front of the Scorchers. We knocked them off the first time we played them at the junction um, and no reason why we can't do that again this afternoon, so looking forward to it. Yeah, it was here, mate. Uh, how, how is the season travelling for you so far? Or uh, some good wins under the belt? Yeah, there was some good wins, was. But to be honest, we just um, we, we probably just failed to make enough runs to consistently challenge teams. Um, you know, our bowling's been outstanding. We've got Sophie Day, um, our left arm spinner at the top of the um, of the leading wicket takers in the competition with twenty three, and Annabelle Sutherland right behind her on twenty one. Um, so I think if you had it said to me at the start of the tournament, two of your bowlers would be one and two um, in the leading wicket takers. I would have thought we'd be we'd be in pretty good nick, but unfortunately we've we've lost a couple of close games. We probably should have won, uh, and we're, we're sitting sort of down near the bottom of the table, unfortunately. But certainly doesn't take the shine off this weekend and what we're looking to do in really really building building a sort of a tradition to play WBBL at the MCG. Well, that's it. I mean, it's also the runs. I mean, there's been a few games where, as you mentioned, the bowling's been really good, but the batting, uh, why is that? Great question. I reckon if I knew the answer, we wouldn't be in this situation. (laughs) Um, So so it's always hard to know. I mean, obviously, you build a list in the off-season. We went to the overseas uh, draft, which happened for the first time this year for WBBL with a really clear plan in mind. Um, and we secured the players that we wanted in Sophia Dunkley, uh, Alice Capsi and Maya Bouchier, three you know, English internationals. Um, and it just hasn't clicked, to be honest, Jack. Um, mm. For some reason, we just haven't been able to get continuity of of partnerships. Um, you know, there's been some been some wonderful individual um, innings uh, every time we've played, but we just haven't been able to accumulate enough runs. And I think probably our last game on the weekend against Brisbane at the Junction Oval was the first time we had four of our top order batters make more than sort of 25. So, you know, we had a couple of 37s and a couple of high 20s in there. So that, you know, that clearly gets you to, you know, 140, 150, which you can sort of defend. But, yeah, a few too many times we were sort of around the 120, 130 mark. A bit harder to defend. And as far as um, we see in the IPLs and the and the, and the men's, the, the, the financial sort of reward of playing that, for your international sort of players, I'm not after comparisons of dollars and that, but what's sort of in it for them to come over? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. There was a big change this year with both the salary caps for the men and the women, um, and the women's cap doubled, um, and that's a that's a total cap. So, in theory, an international player who came down last year um, as one of the higher paid players in any of the squads uh, received uh, twice the salary this year when they came down. So. You know, we think it's now um, heading to, to toward where it should be. Um, so certainly very financially viable for players to come down here. And also, 
it, it's a great tournament. Um, mm. You know, we do play at the best facilities. Um, it's very easy to be here in Australia if you're an English international. I've seen our, our girls down at Cottesloe Beach this morning, um, you know, having a recovery session in the morning and, you know, walking along the Swan River here. So it's not a bad place to be when you, mm. you know, when you're sort of looking to spend six weeks playing cricket somewhere. Um <laughs> So, yeah, certainly, and, and all the big players are here, um, you know, including Nat Ziver Brunt, who came over sort of after the draft, but really every one of the big-name internationals that Cricket Australia could have wanted to, to be here in Australia have made the trip down, which just speaks volumes for the quality of the competition. Well, it's, it's a quality league, as you say. As you say. Uh, now, we've been travelling all over the place with the Stars. You're in um, our neck of the woods a couple of weeks ago. Blair, uh, your Ringwood experience. Please tell me that's going to be a regular. Oh, we'd like it to be. Yeah, it was a great experience. I mean, we, we, we couldn't get across the line against the Sixers. We had a, a, a rain delay and then um, we, uh, we couldn't quite couldn't quite capitalise on a DLS. Um, it was um, wet that night, wasn't it? Of, yeah, it was. It was a storm coming in and we got, we got sent off because of lightning and then ended up getting sent back on and couldn't quite get across the line. But um, apart from the result, it was fantastic. We had probably 1,500 people there for a Wednesday afternoon. Um, you know, and great support from the club uh, and the, the council uh, and the community. And I think that's, if you're going to play a game outside of the big venues, um, and, and when I say big, I mean the Junction Oval or um, the MCG, then that's the sort of environment that you want where you've got um, a whole bunch of school kids and we had a lot of uh, young cricketers come down um, to watch the girls play and it was a it was a fantastic afternoon. So. We'll certainly look to do that again. Yeah, well, you I mean you did at Ringwood. Is there any um, other venues you're looking at to, to, to expand it? Because I mean, it's such a great initiative. We went to Casey again this year, so we've got a we've got a relationship with um, the city of Casey, where we do have our family day out there um, in December, and we had about oh, just short of five thousand people attend that last year. Uh, and there'll be a training session this year with the boys uh, when we're out there in early December. Uh, and we play one WBBL game there because, again, it's um, you know it's in a metro, but it's fantastic facilities, really world class cricket facilities. So that's another way for us to be more present in some of the the areas sort of outside of um, inner Melbourne, which is great. And for the boys this year, we're playing a game at Albury. So December twenty third, we're working with Cricket New South Wales to play a game there against the Thunder, um, and that'll be a sellout of ten thousand people at Lavington mm. in Albury. And that'll be a great way to sort of take. Um, you know, world-class cricketers to, you know, to more regional areas, which is tremendous. And is there an option? It might be a little bit sort of left field, but given the AFLW is still running at the moment, is there an option to maybe do a, like a, uh, a joint sort of carnival day? Uh, with AFLW? Yeah. Um, haven't, haven't ever thought of that. Maybe I mean, we, we, It just came to me. <laughs> Very, very left of field was. I like the, I like the thinking. Um, I suppose probably one of the challenges is that we, we share facilities. So, um, you know, trying to sort of compete for space probably more so than, than partnering with them. But, um, yeah, I like the thinking. It's always good to think a bit left field. Sure. <laughs> well, you're, you're at the, uh, well, the MCG on the, on Saturday night. So they could put an AFLW game on before, but... Yeah, grand final or something. It might be a little hard. It might be a little hard in the middle for the ruck. <laughs> That's true. Tell us how... I mean, this is going to be exciting against the Renegades at the MCG. Um, I'm sure... I mean, obviously, you've got to get through Perth uh, tonight, but, uh, but, but Saturday night it should be amazing. 
Yeah, it will be. I just heard your weather report before and you said something about storms on mm. Saturday oh, afternoon, yeah. so we, we, we might need to chase those away. Um, but no, we were, we, we were really, um, you know, when we first started talking to Cricket Australia, probably this time last year, about playing a game at the MCG, um, you know, we did so because we just acknowledged that we have the best cricketers in the world um, playing in the WBBL, so why not, um, you know, provide the best facility in the world in many respects in the MCG? So it kind of felt pretty natural to push for that and off the back of uh, us doing that, um, the stadium series was created. So on Friday night at the Adelaide Oval, the Strikers will play the Scorchers uh, in the WBBL and then the Sunday night, the two Sydney teams will play their local derby at the SCG. So there's three three nights in a row where we're playing at the best stadiums in the country and you know, I hope for those three games we do get a, a really good crowd. We, we'd love to have sort of 10,000 people, which we think we're on track for, um, which would be certainly the biggest crowd that we've had at WBBL in, in our in our club's history outside of playing finals. And uh, I think the record crowd for WBBL is about 15,000. So Ooh. eventually we'd like to tip over past that past for, it, um, yeah. for a yeah. non-finals game, which would be great. Yeah, let's smash that record. Uh, well, why is it? Uh, I mean, is it a cost thing that you're not at the MCG? Uh, yeah, in some respects. Um, it, it, it's also a big venue. I mean, a 100,000... 100,000 seat venue needs to have, um, you know, a, a reasonable number of people to make it feel... Um, well, I've been at the uh, Shield yeah, games, there's not a lot there. That's yeah, true. <laughs> well, it's interesting, that was sort of, I mean, that was part of the model when we looked at the fact that we can open the venue for Shield or, or other forms of cricket where you don't have huge crowds. Um, if you minimise things like gate entries and you you put everybody on the on the lower tier, um, so you're not opening levels two, three, and four, yeah. you can actually make it relatively relatively sort of cost effective. But um, big venues like that do cost a lot to open. But we just think it's the right thing to play the game there. And um, as I said, if we can get to ten thousand people, I think that'd be a great effort for the first time. Yes, well, I'm hoping we do. Um, and some BBL news uh, came out today. I mean. Well, Pakistan tried to get him across, but uh, Harris Ralph has decided to play with the stars instead of his country. You must be ecstatic. Oh, look, you know that's the way he rolls, Harris. He's, uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's green through and through. Um, and look, he's just come off the World Cup um, in India. He hasn't really played a great deal of red ball cricket the last few years, so I was sort of a little bit surprised when he was spoken about being part of the Test squad. Uh, and as you say, he's he's literally um, in the last sort of forty eight hours said to them that he's he's committed to playing for us and and that's his plan, um, which is tremendous. He's a real fan favourite for our mm. for our club. He's, this will be the third time he's played for us, um, and he's just such a competitor. Yeah. Um, and he's the sort of player that you want around the dressing room, and and he's the sort of guy that wins your games of cricket. So. Off the back of the news that Harry Brook, unfortunately, our number one pick, um, is not available. He's been selected for an England uh, T20 series, so he, he won't be coming down at all. We we needed a bit of good news to get us back on track, and, and having Harris, uh, you know, to be here for sure was certainly part of that. And the boys must, yeah, the boys must love him. He's just a competitive beast. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, you just know exactly what you're going to get with him. And I think, um, in particular in T20 cricket, it just happens so quickly. You know, there are moments that you sort of need to win more often than not. And Harris is one of those guys that just creates opportunities for us. There's another There's another good player that plays for the Stars. I'm not too sure if you're aware that uh, this Glenn Maxwell, he, he, <laughs> he plays for them a bit. Uh, he might be fun to watch you summer. It's unbelievable, wasn't it? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's sort of, you, you get a bit stuck for words when you're trying to describe... Um, uh, Maxi, but I think what we saw 
in the World Cup with that with that one innings um, off the off the back of falling off a golf cart. So the sums up Maxi pretty well. Um, <laughs> just sort of from the sublime to the ridiculous. Um, but uh, I mean, he's he's been an, an enormous part of our club, uh, you know, for a long time now, and he's desperate for success. And you know, he's recommitted to us for uh, a further three years, um, including this one. So he's definitely part of our part of our planning and. Um, the last time he played for the Stars, before he broke his leg and didn't play last year, he made 154 not out against the Hurricanes uh, that, that that night that we made 272. So um, you know, if we if we if we can get a bit of that, um, he, well, a he, he's box office clearly. Um, he's great with our fans. Um, yeah, a bit like Harris, he's a he's a hundred percent competitor. Um, hates to lose. Hates to you know hates to fail with the bat. Um, and I think even the way he bowled in the World Cup kept kept the Aussies in a number of those games. So we're looking forward to seeing him do do that and more um, come come this summer in the BBL. Yes, yes that'll be very exciting. So uh, we'll, we'll go back to tonight's game. Uh, you win the toss and you do what, uh, Blair? Are we, are we batting first, do you reckon, or we get the we bowl? Uh, oh, look, you know, my, my job is to sit uh, in the back office uh, <laughs> trying, to, trying to run the club, and uh, I would never get involved in calls like that. But... Uh, no, it seemed to have been a bit of both. Annabelle Sutherland will captain again tonight. We we haven't got Meg here with us in Perth, so um, however Bells is feeling, I'm sure it'll be the be the right call. And there's a pretty pretty strong wind at the moment coming across the ground. So um, who knows? Who knows what they'll do? But um, yeah, I just I just hope with a fairly young squad. I mean, average average age of our of our women's squad is 21. So. Um, you get a lot of a lot of youthful exuberance um, and a lot of enthusiasm. So hopefully we can roll into tonight and knock the scorchers off. It'd be great. Yeah, great let's go, stars. Set up for Saturday up. night. Uh, should be great. Hey, Blair, Blair, we'll leave it there, buddy. Really appreciate you giving us some of your time. Uh, good luck tonight, but also uh, Saturday night it should be fantastic. Uh, MCG six uh, ten is the first ball. It's the Melbourne Stars versus the Renegades. Uh, should be great. So thanks very much, buddy. Pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your support. Have Thanks, a good day. Uh, we'll stay. There we go. Blair Crouch there, the general manager of the Melbourne Stars. Uh,